Good morning. Hello. I know it's almost afternoon. It's basically, well, it's still morning. Are you so excited that you turned on this podcast and you hear my voice again? Aren't you so excited? All right. Well, I'm drinking a protein shake this morning and I made it myself with like almond milk and chia seeds and protein uh, shake. No, protein uh, powder, Greek yogurt, peanut butter. Did I say that? Frozen fruit, bananas. And it would be good if it wasn't for the fucking protein powder. Because, you know, sometimes it just makes it a little, bleh. but it's all right. It's all right. Now I'm going to drink it. My spoon's all the way in it, so that's life right now. Ah, thinking I need new micro, new uh, headphones for this. Well, it, oh, it's actually pretty good. Maybe I've gotten used to the chalky taste. Um, I'm sitting in my um, room at this moment that I rent because I'm a travel nurse, you know, so it's not really mine, but, uh, and I haven't unpacked from Alaska. And, um, so that's that, you know, that's how I function. So just to let you know that I've been back for over a week and, uh, I'm not unpacked yet. Um, so before I get into it, let me thank my 70, 40 listeners for checking me out today. And every time you do check me out, I appreciate it. And the last three episodes I recorded before I left. And I'm a new person now. You know, I went into Alaska, a Jennifer that I no longer know or am. And now I'm out as a new Jennifer. So, hi. It's nice to meet you. Pleased to meet you. Um, uh, what did I want to say? Oh, so I wanted to talk a little. I want to touch on sex dreams with you guys before I get into Alaska trip. Because have you ever had one? Have you ever had one with someone that you would never think would even... It's happened so many times in my life. I'm, ass I'm assuming it's happened in yours. And in the dream, it's like you are in love with this person. And then if you wake up and you, if you wake up, <laughs> if you don't die in your dream, when you wake up, you feel like a completely different, like, feeling, like you legitimately think maybe you're in love with this person. Like, I had a, uh, one of my friends, uh, Sherry, her friend, her friend Dennis, I, and I hope he would laugh at this right now, but I mean, I had a, I had a sex dream about him when I was like, I mean, a few years ago, and I was convinced I was in love with him. I was like, yeah, that's it. I'm just in love with him now. Like, obviously, because that was a, in that dream, like, we knew each other. So, obviously, I'm in love with him. And it took, like, a solid, like, week or two to, like, get it out of my system be like, Jen, calm the fuck down. Did I just blow up his spot and her spot by saying, by saying my friend's name on whatever I don't think they'll give a fuck Dennis if you give a fuck then I don't know what to tell you okay I'm sorry I'm sorry it was in the past Jesus Christ I mean what are you gonna do hang me you gonna burn me at the stake um so I thought that talking about it would be funny because like 
who doesn't have fucking sex dreams and then you're like i'm like obviously in love with this person and my life has to change like i need to do something drastic do i like fly over and tell them do i like do i write a letter i mean do i send a fucking telegram they have to know this is deep this is the stars these are my these are our souls meeting in our dreams and this is my spirit guide and my like and my guardian angels like letting me know that this is love so like obviously like you don't get it this is important that's how it feels and then you're over it and you're like wow dude i was in a middle i was in the middle of something what am i missing in my life sex maybe maybe that's the answer <laughs> maybe that's what you're missing jen Maybe it is. Mind your business. What do you think this is? A fucking public podcast? Jesus Christ. Get off my nuts, people. Get off my dick. All right. I don't have a dick, but if I did, I would be like, get off my dick all the time. Do you guys hear these fucking reminders from my computer that I don't have virus protection? <laughs> Uh, I don't have virus protection on my computer and I'm in the middle of talking about sex dreams and it's like you don't have virus protection <laughs> my computer needs a condom Um, <coughs> I just had to talk a little louder for a second just to make sure that this is actually recording the way I want it to so Alaska let's talk about Alaska for a little bit guys because I don't want to get too deep and spiritual about it, but I mean, it's hard to talk about Alaska without getting deep and spiritual about it, okay? Because it's fucking Alaska. I have a very unique relationship with Alaska. I wouldn't say it's a love-hate because it's a love, it's, you know, this is what I'm going to say, Alaska reveals you to you. People say that about politics, people say that about money, but I'm telling you right now, the wild nature and Alaska will reveal it to you. So, um, I stopped for a second because I think my roommate's home and she's probably like, what the fuck is she talking about now? <laughs> Nonsense as usual. Nonsense. Um, so, I guess just to touch upon what I mean is, like, if you, you can't just go into Alaska like NBD. You know, you can't. I've done it. I've done it numerous times. And even this time I did it like NBD, except I do. NBD means no big deal. But um, I do have a rational fear in a very real fear of the wild in Alaska, which is you should. But I also forget that um, you have to actually like take care of your body and mind while you're out there, especially if you're in the hiking in the wild and you're doing these fucking trips you have to be okay with the person in your brain you have to be 100 with your soul and your spirit you got to be on the same page with what you're doing and what your body and mind about to do because if you ain't Alaska's gonna let you know and it's gonna let you know immediately are you about this life I don't think you really are about this life are you really I don't think you are let me take another sip of my protein drink. 
I'd be mad I didn't talk more about sex dreams instead. And you guys are like, oh, we're already on to Alaska. I wanted to hear more about the sex dreams. Well, sorry. That was all I had to say. We'll circle back around. Somehow it will all come together. So, <coughs> excuse me. So I this is my fifth time visiting Alaska. I lived there for a year, a little bit. I lived there for about six months in 2008. I moved back. I went to my friend's wedding, was there for a couple weeks, moved back for a year, and then came back again for a visit this time. So I think that's four. I don't know, fucking four times. Um, This time was a two-week trip, and we were were doing this hike called uh, Crescent Lake Hike, Carter Lake Hike. Uh, I called it Crater and Crescent three million times wrong, and my friend Jen and Sherry would be really annoyed if I got it wrong again, but I kept calling it Carter Lake, but anyways, it, was, it wasn't Carter Lake, it's Crescent. Um, sorry. So, I'm not thinking, clearly, I'm just like landing in Alaska, th- not even thinking, I mean, like, this hike is going to be chill, it's going to be fine. Not really. No, it wasn't. It wasn't fine. It wasn't chill. Um, but more on that after. So the night before we're leaving, me and my friends and her husband, and my friend Jen and her husband Chris and Sherry, and Chris's mother was there, and we're all just packing our bags. La da 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 da. Meanwhile, Sherry and Jen are like, she, Jen's done this three million times. So she does. She's like, it's like watching. I don't know, you sit back and watch her pack, and it's like it's like a naturalness that comes with it. You're just like, oh, you know what you're doing. You're just fucking getting shit done. And then Sherry is like a mathematical genius. <laughs> she's got a lot of spatial intelligence. So she's getting her shit done, like, on point, whatever she's doing. And I'm drinking. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'll throw these socks in here and... uh throw this in here and that's this is what I'm doing I guess I don't know what the fuck I'm doing I'm just packing shit and drinking alcohol and then the next morning I did not eat a breakfast because my stomach was aching so I was like I don't want to eat anything and then my friend's like you need to drink some water and I'm like okay I'll drink water not taking this all seriously not realizing that if you're not properly, um, what's the word? If you're not properly nourished before a hike, especially a fucking hike in Alaska, it reveals itself immediately to you. Like you, there's no, there's no muscling through that. Well, you could muscle through it, but you suffer. And it's like a typical work day. You like, you go to work and maybe you eat a breakfast or drink a coffee and just kind of moving throughout the day, drinking, going pee, whatever. You're not thinking anything that you're not really getting all the nutrients you need. And maybe your body doesn't need it because you're just running around. You're not even then you still need some sugar or something. But when you're in the wilderness and you're actually like exerting yourself, like constantly burning calories, like you don't have to be willed in the wilderness, be ex- exerting yourself, but getting there, exert yourself, getting into the wild. When you're actually doing all that, you, you, you're like, oh, so an iced coffee and a cheese stick isn't enough? Oh, okay. Oh, so I should be drinking more water. Oh, I need more water. Oh, so I wouldn't have thought of that. Like, I totally didn't know you needed to drink all this water. 
even though you do know, but you don't take it seriously. Because I did know. I just didn't. I don't know what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking. I was dehydrated, hungover, not thinking. So that kind of immediately showed itself when the first, you know, we had to climb the fucking mountain. The first, like, mile was, like, an an incline. And I was like, oh, oh, I'm out of shape. Oh, I'm out of shape and and I didn't eat. Oh, this is... This is obvious now, immediately. It's been 10 minutes, but what am I going to do? Tell these bitches we're not, I can't do this hike? No, what instead I'll do is I'll just complain and suffer the entire way. But I will say, it was hard on them too. So I wasn't the only one. I was just the only one being out of control about it. I could not believe how taxing it was in my body and mind and soul. I don't think I'm I don't think I'm expressing the enormity of what I went through. I don't know if there's any way to really be more dramatic about it. I don't know if there is. So this hike, this Cotter Lake hike, I almost said crater again, was meant to be a leisurely hike through which not leisurely but you know easy to moderate another side note a lot the way the alaskans rate their trails is out of control and they're wrong almost 100 percent of the time what they think is easy to the fucking average person is not easy so i just want to say that okay Uh, back to this so we get on this hike and it's like you know semi-chill had i eaten and drank water and didn't fucking gain 40 pounds and maybe it would have been even more chill but it was fine enough. I was like, I just want to get to this fucking cabin, the seven mile cabin. Let's just get there. So there's like a halfway through the hike turns into what they call a primitive trail. And if I hear the word primitive trail one more time in my fucking life, no, I'm just kidding. But primitive trail is, is legitimately that (coughs) primitive. But it looked like that maybe the summer went on a little too long or the the global warming has taken full effect or uh, there was many variables into why this trail had overgrown so much that we could barely see our own feet. We could barely see two feet ahead of us. Maybe there were reasons for that. Maybe it was our, you know, the, the, our spirit guides guiding us into the uh, darkness, dark night of the soul, because that's what it felt like. <laughs> Not being dramatic or anything, but it was what should have taken four, uh, three or four hours took seven and a half hours. Um, when I say I question my will to live, when I question my sanity, when I question my physical abilities, I was like. I was suffering mentally and emotionally. I was praying to Jesus Christ. I have never prayed so hard in my life. I prayed. I was like, just let me take one more step. Just let me take one more step. Just let me take one more step. I was so physically weak. I could not. I was like, wow, this is bad. This is bad. And in my mind, I was like, wow Jen you really have been slacking 
You really have eaten a lot of shit. You've really gained weight. You really haven't worked out enough. You've really been depressed. You've been sleeping way too much. You've had a lot of anxiety. And look at you now. Look at what you're fucking dealing with now. Look at you now. It's you and nature and this fucking devil's claw. That's that's a fucking, that's a plant that grows in Alaska that has thorns on it. And if you want to know what it feels like, just walk through seven feet of it. It's great. It just smacks you in the face, smacks you in the arms, smacks you in the face, smacks you in the arms. And I guess you can get blisters from it, but thank God we didn't get blisters. So, and so I'm, wa- I'm struggling. I'm just like, just cannot believe how hard this is. And I want to give up every single step. I just want to sit down and give up. But what are you going to do? And my brain kept being like, you should just give up. Well, how? We're in the middle of fucking the wild. You can't just give up. What am I going to do? Who's coming to save you? Jesus Christ? No. Superman? Batman? The Wolverine? Is the Wolverine coming to save you, Jen? I don't think the Wolverine's cutting through this fucking grass to save you. That would have been nice. But, no, there was no one coming to save me, so I had to just keep just fucking putting one foot in front of the other, and I was, like, not suffering in silence. And my friend Jen is the most, I don't even know how she did, I don't know how she's so positive. She's just like, let's go, this is great, we keep going, almost there, almost there. Even though she's like bushwhacking the whole way, we're all bushwhacking. I'm almost, I'm like probably a hundred yards behind them the whole time. And just to be clear, I have no real idea in the real world what a hundred yards actually is, so I don't know what that means, but I was like a mile behind them, okay? I don't know. I was like two miles behind. Okay. Something like that. So, um, she was very nice to me and I was a blubbering, suffering fool. And I had, I took stock in all that I've, all that I was up into that point, all I've done in my life that led me to this primitive trail that led me in the, in these dark fucking willy wax as my friend sherry would say that led me into these this hike that i felt i could not finish i just could not believe how fucking difficult this hike was for me mostly mentally and and physically because my body was like not properly nourished and i have been not properly nourishing it for a long time and it really showed itself i showed my ass on that hike i showed my ass Quite literally, I did show my ass because I got stung in my butt crack, too. So that was nice. But that's besides the point. I also ripped up my toenail, which was fine. It felt amazing. If you don't know what it feels like to rip your toenail up, try it. It's like the best. It's amazing. So we get, <coughs> aside from us constantly thinking that um, the cabin was right around the corner, uh, we, it was not right around the corner. We thought it was. Why is my, we thought it was. And the trail description said the height, the, um, cabins were a half mile from the waterfall crossing. Oh my God. Lies. Fucking straight up lie. Because, uh, the cabin realistically was 1.7, 1.8 miles from the waterfall. So it was, imagine being just desperate and just tired and just fucking like done with fucking climbing through these 
weeds. Couldn't see the fucking trail. Like, you had to just keep hoping you were on the right trail. One time we, we went off the trail, and then we went up a little bit, because it's so easy to lose a trail, guys. It's so easy. You think in your mind, what in theory, you're like, oh, how'd they lose a trail? How does anybody do that? But when you're in, when you're hiking, and when you're in fucking the wilderness, and you're in a trail that's overgrown, it's fucking, lit- it takes one second to lose it. It's just crazy. But thank God it was like mostly on the side of a mountain, so you'd know that if you were climbing up, you weren't on it anymore. <laughs> so, I mean, if you were climbing up to the right, actually, I don't know. There was really a lot of, it was confusing. It was, it was, you would kind of figure it out soon when you looked and saw that your friends were not on the trail you were standing on. Oh, the pla- the spot you were standing on. Okay. I literally went off trail with this topic, with this conversation. But, so, the, uh, we crossed the waterfall, which was terrifying. And I, uh, I'm going to break off here too, because y- you know what it's like to walk on slippery rocks? Do you, does anybody in there, out there know? Because it's fucking scary. And never mind just walking on slippery rocks across like a lake or a river, which is its own sort of terrifying, but walking across slippery rocks in a fucking waterfall? Because, like, there's no, you get misstep. Like, you one misstep and you're fucking down the waterfall, boo. And you have a 40-pound backpack on your back, so it's just going to take you right down with it. So, yeah. And uh, I asked my friend's husband, who, like, does a lot of this shit. He's, I was like, how, are you even trained? Is there any way to train you to walk on slippery rocks? And he's like, yeah. He was saying, if you're in a river or you're crossing a river, and now I'm going to pass this knowledge on to any of you guys if you ever have to do this. If you can, go, like, scoot across. Like, like don't pick your feet up, you know? Like, shuffle and kick the rocks as you go. Because if you can do that, I'm like, that's fucking genius. If I had never... I crossed a glacial riverbed in Alaska when I was bef- there before. And I thought, if I'd have known that then, maybe I wouldn't have stopped frozen in the middle of the fucking river, freaking out that I was going to die. That's genius advice. Also, if you feel like you're being swept down the river or you just go diagonally down at an angle. Now, I'm not, let me not educate you on that because I forget exactly what I'm saying, what that means. But if you're walking across, walking across a river that's moving fast and it's slippery rocks, just try to shuffle. Advice, advice for you and for me and for all of us. So we get off. So let me go backwards. Before the waterfall, we got off trail for a hot second. Maybe, I don't know, 60 seconds or something. 60 seconds felt like three hours. It was like agony. I'm not, I'm, I'm being dramatic, but I'm also not being dramatic. I mean, I was like, I can't believe how fucking hard this is for me right now. And that didn't help. My thinking was just killing me. It was just fucking me up. And then we get to the, the this hike, this trail kind of stops. So Jen, my friend who's like leading us turns around she's like oh this is just a game trail so we have to go back and I'm like a game trail what the fuck kind of game and it's a bear trail and the trail ended in the bear's bed where the bear laid down (laughs) and then I was like this is it this is where I die I'm going to die a bear is going to eat me today this is it I quit I was like, you can't have a panic attack out here, Jen. You can't. I was like, my heart was like, I was trembling. Like, really? 
I was like, this who I am? Is this who I am? Jen, you're a bitch. Man up. But you try to not fucking shit yourself when you're on a, a, a game trail that's a fucking bear's bed. You try not to. So we saw, we didn't encounter a bear, but we saw a lot of bear beds. And you know what a bear bed looks like? A fucking huge ass area of seven foot grass flattened and trees flattened because the bear wants to lie down. And I'm like, I feel you, bear. I want to lie down too. I felt like a bear. I felt like I weighed 600 pounds. I felt like a, a, a grizzly bear waddling through that fucking trail. <laughs> I was a grizzly bear. So we get to the um, waterfall, and it's uh, maybe 50 feet, 100 feet. I have no idea. I'm not even know why I'm actually saying these these guessing these length guessings because I have no idea. But to the like we we come down on the trail and we like see it like opens up a little bit, and then um, it's like hugs the side of the mountain. So you're like literally like the tra- the width of the trail is like the width of your shoe. You're like, really? And it's the side of the mountain and it's the waterfall drop right next to you. So you, you're like, what are you going to do? You're going to grab onto the seven foot tall grass. Is that going to hold you if you fall? I think not. So we get across. I miraculously made it across the fucking waterfall. And we were like, adrenaline. It's a half mile from here. We got it. We got it. I did not have it. Narrator says, little did they know. They did not have it. Although all three jumped for joy at surviving the crossing at the waterfall, they would soon realize it would be hours and sunset before they actually made it to the cabin. <laughs> because we were like, it's a half mile from here. Bada boom, bada bang. It was not. It was not a half mile. It was another whatever it was, two miles, sun was going down. And I, my body was like, give up, stop now. If you're thinking I was drinking, I was drinking water the whole time and I had snacks. I was, I was sucking on that one and a half liters of water, two and a half liters of water I had. But it wasn't, it was like, you know, sweeping sand at the beach. You just, you just, it wasn't enough. And it was pointless. Because I'd already been so far behind in my nutrition that day that I was like, it was a go. It was done. I needed to rest and sit at a fire and eat a fucking real meal. So we stop at this opening, and I my legs are shaking, my body, you know when you're hypoglycemic? I was definitely hypoglycemic and dehydrated and probably hypotensive. And I was like, um, let me explain that to you. Hypoglycemic is a low blood sugar when you haven't eaten enough. Hypovolemic is... You don't have enough blood volume in your body. You know, hypotension is low low blood pressure. I was feeling all that. I was feeling a little uh, weak mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. And I stopped and I looked up and I saw that we had to go into another darkness. I don't know how to explain it because it would be either seven feet of these this tall grass, maybe 10 seconds of tundra, which is flat you know, soft land, which felt like you could walk through that and life was good, but it didn't last long because then you would go through seven feet of tall grass for however long. It felt like hours and hours and hours, and it was. And then it would dip down into this dark, like, 
brushy area and you would be in that for a little while and it was like every time we entered one of those like dark cavernous fucking soulless pits it was like well, this never ends this is it there's another one and another one I felt it was on a continuous loop a never-ending loop of le- like grass and and uh darkness and just fucking difficulty it was hard and my friend Jen was like she's like they could have had us walking around in circles <laughs> We could have walked over the same trail over and over for hours and we would have never known because it all looked so much the same. It just was like in and out, in and out, in and out, up and down, in and out, up and down, in and out. And it was the only trail there was, so we were on the right trail. I mean, we when you get off track on the game trail, it's very evident because you don't feel the ground. So it's like, oh, we're not on the ground anymore. We're climbing over grass and rocks. So anyways, I we it, it, the trail opened up into this little like tundra area. And we finished walking through grass and I stood and looked out at the lake because we're, and it was just so beautiful. And all I could think of was, you should faint now. <laughs> oh my God. I just looked over the, I looked over and everything was just feeling like shaky and black. And I looked up at my friends and I was like, guys, I think I'm going to throw up. And they looked back like this fucking bitch has been a weight on this trail and we're gonna leave her here <laughs> no, I'm just kidding um and I just turned over to the lake looked over and then just fucking vomited in the tundra just threw up over and over and I was like oh fuck now I'm gonna faint and my friend Jen was like I'm gonna run ahead I know the cabin's gonna be close I'm gonna go check she's so awesome like she's gonna run up ahead and what drop her bag she said she was gonna drop her bag come back and grab my bag like come on friends for life that's so nice I wouldn't have let her I would have let her drag my lifeless body before I let her take the bag off my back. <laughs> she had tie my shoe for me, though, which was nice because I didn't even know if I could do that. So uh, she tells my friend Sherry to stay with me. Sherry's staying with me, and Sherry's pissed. I mean, Sherry's got, like, a one-track mind, and she's like, get this shit done. So she had she had very little patience for her girl in the back who was suffering silently. I'm just kidding. I wasn't silent. It was very loud and annoying. <laughs> but... So she comes down, she looks at me, and I'm like, should we call 911? When do we call 911? We have to call 911. And I'm like throwing up a little. And she's like, Jen, I'm, I'm scared too. It's almost dark. We don't know where this fucking cabin is. You gotta, get, you know, gotta get your shit together. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Okay, I'm like, we could just put a tent right here. I'll just lay right here. And she's like, we don't have a tent. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we don't have a tent? And you know when you're like fainting or you're feeling really weak and fading out, you feel like everything people say, like you just like don't know why people are freaking out. You're like, it's no big deal. We're just going to lie down right here. What's the problem? We're in the Alaskan wilderness. It's fine if we just lay down and go nun nights. And then when she said, uh, let's fucking go, I was like, okay. And something snapped out of me. I was like, oh, okay, this is real life. This is real life. This is not a dream. If you faint, you're not dreaming. You're in, really, you're really in Alaska. So I was like, all right, let's fucking go then. And I just, we just fucking went and it was nine minutes away. Nine minutes later, we reached the cabin. I don't even remember how we did it, how I did it, how they did it, how Jen stayed positive the whole time, how Sherry just stomped her feet the whole, just one step in front of the other the whole time. I was just like, I mean, I did that too, but I was, I don't know, man. It was fucking nuts, dude. It was fucking crazy. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. That shit was nuts. 
and um, there's no 911. I said to Jen, I'm like, can we just get a helicopter out here? And I'm like, I'll pay like 400 bucks for a helicopter. She's like, it's 10 grand. I'm like, oh, well, that ain't happening. <laughs> and then there was a rowboat at the cabin at the lake, and I was like, we should just row. We just put our shit in the boat and just fucking row the boat back. We thought that would be a good idea. But then we got on the lake the next day, and it was like we were basically just sitting in the lake rowing in place because the wind was like we weren't even moving. We're just like, I see that same tree over there, and we're still in front of that same tree. <laughs> but it was so beautiful. And all we kept thinking was, wow, we have to cross that waterfall. We have to do that whole hike again tomorrow because we hiked in. We we're hiking out the next day. And man, oh, man. I was like, uh, I mean, not the next day. We stayed a day at the cabin, you know, to recoup and to heal and to eat and to drink water and to jump in the lake and to just kind of remember who we are and where we came from. And that Alaska will fucking kill you if you don't take care of yourself. And it will check you real quick. You strong enough to do this? Are you sure? You think so? I don't think so. Take a nap right here in a bear bed. Lie down. You can do it. Lie down. It's like the villain. Come on, sweetheart. It's not that easy. You know you want to lie down. Just lay down and disappear into the dust. <laughs> oh, I just went off. So I realized that it just like was a huge eye awakening for me. I mean, it was a huge eye awakening. It was a huge awakening for me, eye opening experience. I had been, I have done a three day hike before. I've done like hikes, but this, this tested me. This tested my, just tested my heart, my resolve, my strength. And I was like, I, my mind, I think that I have to thank my body as as much as I've given it so much shit. I've looked at my body and I've been like not, not happy with the way I look uh, my almost my whole life. And I cannot believe it just took every step. It still did it. And yet you prevailed. And yet you made it through. I just want to be one of those people who could suffer in silence. I just want to be able to do that. But yeah, so that was that trip and uh, definitely, definitely was difficult. And uh, so we also, you know, did some other shit, but I feel like maybe I should stop talking now. It's been a while and I've been going on and on about this trip and that was that guys so if you're gonna remember if you're gonna think that you're strong or if you're gonna remember that let me backtrack erase those words that I just said if you don't take proper care of your body it's you Nutrition really matters. That's really what I want to say. Bottom line, nutrition matters. And in the real world, and in the real world, if the real world means nature and mother nature and earth, you will really be tested. You're not just chilling on Netflix and all day. 
it's one thing to lay down or lay around all day not drink enough water and just read a book or watch tv it's another thing to hike seven miles in the alaskan wilderness and not drink enough water or eat shit it's just real it's true and i'm a nurse i'm not a patient though i'm not a good patient but i'm a nurse and i know these things but man it really it's really crazy so i'm starting to wonder i'm starting to need to challenge myself and say more offensive shit because I, that's what i gotta do your mother's a hoe but this episode was about exactly what I said it would be about. And I'm sorry it's late because I forget the East Coast time. But you guys will get it, you know, when you ride home from work today. Now. And, uh, yeah. I just hope that you remember to take good care of yourself and love yourself and love your body. And try to love your body. Do the best you can. Try not to be a little bitch. Like I was on that trail. And yet I prevailed. And yet I made it. And then the next day on the set, on the miles, the seven miles back. Seven miles should take you no time at all. Not seven and a half hours. It would have took Jen and Sherry a shorter amount of time. But I was keeping the, I was keeping the uh, crew behind. That's for sure. I was. But I just trailed off in my brain for a second. Sorry. So, yeah, on the hike back, I did pretty, I did fine, really. I mean, you. the thing is, you go through these emotions on the trail. <laughs> Not that I'm a fucking expert, but I know what I feel and I know what I experience. And maybe other people do, too. And I'm sure other people do, too. But. It's like life, like you, <coughs> you're not always going to feel good. You're not always going to feel bad. And at your darkest, at your most weakest, that, you know, when you, when you think that there's just no way you could possibly make it, a way is made for you. I prayed so hard. I was like, Jesus, I know you're really kind of coming through for me because I'm going to drop right now. And I'm, I'm really fucking going to drop. And then, you know, nine minutes later, it was the cabin. And I was like, why is he always going to come through right when you feel you're about to break? Why is God always going to be there for you? Your spirit guides, your loved ones, your guardian angels. Why are they always going to show up when you're about to just drop? Why can't they show up and just whatever? <coughs> but he showed up for me. My loved ones, my spirit guides, my guardian angels, the universe, God, whatever powers that be showed up. And was like, see, here it is. Here's the cabin. Jen found it. <laughs> she was like, we found it. They screamed so loud. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. It does exist. We thought maybe we passed it because everything was such over, so overgrown. We thought maybe we just passed the cabin and we were walking on into oblivion. But we didn't. If the trail description hadn't lied to us, maybe we would have known we were walking a mile and 1.8 miles further than we thought. Well, 1.3 miles further than we thought because it told us it was a half mile, but it wasn't from the waterfall, the damn waterfall. But we made it back and we survived. 
And that was that, guys. Did that make you, did that excite you to listen to that whole story? Are you guys excited? Just get off my dick, okay? Get off my dick. If you think that wasn't good enough for you, if you aren't fucking entertained, okay? I have to go back to work now. Tomorrow I go back to work. And I've been off for six weeks. I haven't worked out for three weeks. And I'm like feeling it. I'm like, why all of a sudden do I weigh 600 pounds? Shit catches up to you. We bike rode. I did a bike. I did. I kayaked. I fucking bicycled. I hiked. I climbed. And here I am still 610 pounds. Not 610 pounds, but obviously not. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I was just like, all right, Jen, you need to get this, get this body together, girl. Just remember, she's been good to you. She's been so good to you and you just torture her. Treat her like trash. Be good to her too. And I'm like, all right, all right cool, 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 cool. I'll be good to you. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, shout out to all my Alaskan people. I love and miss you all. And, uh, I guess now I'm going to go to the gym. That's what I'm going to do now. And um, that's all I got to say. Try not to have a sex dream about me tonight, all right, guys? If you do, email me. Email me. DM me. Subscribe. Like, subscribe. I have to get this back on YouTube, but the program I was using is still fucked up, and I've just been too lazy to f try to figure it out, but I'll try. I shall try to get this thing on Spotify. Son of a biscuit. Son of a biscuit eating bulldog. Remember that commercial? <sighs> Orbits. Dirty mouth. Clean it up. I should bring those back. Uh, go out in the wilderness, guys. Go on a hike. Go out in nature. Go hug a tree. It feels good. Put your bare feet in some grass. Jump in a lake. Go do something to remind you that we are connected to something and that life is not all just constant chaos and misery and fear. Shut off the TV and take a deep breath. <sighs> okay. Much love to you all. <laughs> Bye.